0: Welcome, and thanks for checking out the Living Word Family Church Sermon Podcast. Before we get to the message, we'd like to invite you to check out Living Word Family Church if you don't already have a church home. For more information, you can check out our website at livingwordfamily.org. Hello friends, welcome to Wednesday night. So glad you could tune in tonight. Listen, I'm so glad that Jesus is still on the throne, God's still on the throne, we're still... Uh, Got covenant rights with him and we live in such perilous times, you know, uh, in our country, but he's called us for such a time as this to be a blessing to others as he's blessed us to be truly be salt and light. I'll be talking about that in a few minutes, but I want to tell you, we had a tremendous service Sunday and uh, talking about the love of God that Jesus loves me, this I know for the Bible tells me so. How many of you know he loves us today? He's still doing miraculous things. He's still doing miracles and he's still saving, healing, delivering, helping people all the time. That's his whole desire. And I hope you know that uh, being a part of the army of God that we're called to pray and we're called to intercede and we certainly need to do that for our nation today, this time. I mean at all times we need to do that even after elections and before and after elections but really we're living in perilous times as Paul put it but you know what God's still on the throne he's still doing wonderful things but he asks us to pray he asks us to pray he wants us to be our his agents on the earth and he's he's put it in his word and he's he's laid down the rules so to speak that he needs somebody to stand in the gap. He's, if the scripture talks about if men are always to pray and not faint, that's what we're to be doing today. And I hope you're doing that. I hope you're calling out his, to him and, and praying and standing in for this nation. If my people are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray. He's calling for his people, the ones that are saved and, and born again and, and living for him. Amen. We need to be praying. And what is he looking for us to do? praying for all men, praying for all people, prayers, intercessions, and and thanksgiving, supplications and thanksgiving be made for all men and all those kings and all those that are in authority. Why? So we can live a quiet and peaceable life. And listen, my friends, it is so, so important to tell your friends, tell your uh, children, tell your grandchildren about the goodness of God and what he will and can do in their life if you if you'll, they'll allow him to. So this is that day and hour. So let's be in prayer and let's let's trust God for what's going on in fact I want to pray right now father I pray right now that we're standing in in a crossroads in this nation about a lot of things and I just pray your will be done your kingdom come your will be done on earth as it is in heaven in our nation may you rise up again may there be a uh, an awakening in the church of Jesus Christ all across this land. Those that are called by your name will step up and hear the truth and speak the truth and begin to pray and intercede and stand in the gap for this nation. We pray, Lord, we got an election coming up next week. We pray that <laughs> that your will be done. We know the platforms. Lord, one says I'm for life and I'm and totally for life. The other one says, no, we'll we'll take life. But Lord, we're believing you to to show yourself strong in this day and this hour. Every time it looked like uh, the the battle was to be waged was not going to be won, and you've interceded. In this nation, and certainly in, in, as we read things in the Bible, you show yourself strong and glorify yourself in this time and this hour. We thank you for that in Jesus' name. Thank you for this message tonight. May you May you speak through me the words that you would have me speak, and that uh, it would be a a blessing to me and a blessing to others. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, we've been talking about living in fullness every day, and uh, tonight I want to talk about arrange for a comeback. You know, last week I talked about if you don't use what you got, you'll rot, and I'm going to review a little of that tonight. But over in Matthew 5, 13, uh, through 16 in the Message Bible. I like what it says in the Message Bible because it just kind of brings it down to where we're at. I love this first sentence. Let me tell you why you're here. Man, is that something. We all need to know why we're here. We're here to glorify God and and enjoy Him forever, it's been said, but we have, He has a purpose for each one of us. It doesn't matter how young you are, how old you are, what condition you are in physically, he has a purpose for each one of us. That's probably the the biggest thing that each Christian need to know. Not just born again to go to heaven, but we're born again to be his people here upon the earth. And it goes on to say, you're here to be salt seasoning that brings out God flavors of this earth, salt seasoning. If you lose your saltiness, he said, don't lose it. That's what he's saying. How will people, uh, uh, uh experience godness, godliness. you lose your uh, usefulness and will end up in the garbage. amen we don't want to end up in the garbage. we want to live long and live strong and proclaim the glory of God to our last dying breath. amen He didn't save us just to go about our own life to sit home do nothing or I mean, maybe you're forced to be at home that's all right but you can pray. I remember people in this church who as they got older, they couldn't do a lot of things, but they'd always say i'm praying for, I'm praying for the church, I'm praying for you. people would call. I remember Vera Nussmeyer was somewhat like that. You'd call Vera, she's in a assisted living and, and maybe not uh, doing the best, but you'd call her up and she'd encourage you and say, "I'm praying for you." We got Pastor Larry laying out there in, in his home, gonna be raised up off that bed of affliction. Pastor, we're still praying for you believing for miracle working power in your body. But if you call him, he's gonna encourage you and he's gonna pray for you, I know he will. So there are people still doing, as long as you have breath in your body, you can do something to contribute to the kingdom of God. Be a little salty, telling people about Jesus. But he says, you don't wanna end up in the garbage. Here's another way to put it, you're to be light bringing out the good colors in the world. Amen. man, there are good colors. There, we know there are things going on in the world that we don't like, and it looks it doesn't always look good. But there's some great uh, things going on in the world that God is doing miraculous things, still saving people, still setting people free, still healing and doing miracles in this world. And there's things in this world that just give us enjoyment, absolutely enjoyment. When we see little kids and little babies laughing and running around, when we see the fall colors that we've seen today, this past couple weeks isn't that it's just the beauty of of his earth and and someday it's going to even be prettier amen glory more glorious but he says you are here to be light bringing out the god colors in the world god is not to be a secret to be kept we're going public as a city on a hill if i make you light bearers you don't think i'm going to hide you under a bucket do you that's what he's saying do you think he's going to do that no, I'm putting you on a light stand. Hallelujah. Now that I put you up on a hilltop on a light stand, what, do he, wants, what do he wants you to do? Shine. Shine. Show the goodness of God in your life. Amen? Keep, keep open house, it says. Be generous with your lives. By opening up to others, you prompt people to open up with God, this generous Father in heaven. Wow. Because Jesus called us to be salt and light. That's what we're to be this day and this hour. We have to stir those things, do you know that? We have to stir those things up in our life. If we don't, we'll shrink back and not and not be the, the, the person that God wants us to be. In 2 Corinthians, I mentioned this last week, we're, we're new creatures in Christ Jesus. Old things have passed away, behold, all things have become new. How many of you know you're a new creature now? You're made for God's purposes now. You've been trained and you've been lifted up out of darkness so you could be the light. It goes on in First Peter says we're a cho- chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people called out of darkness into his marvelous light. That's what we are today. Not just called out of darkness, but blessed. Boy, are we blessed. Listen. Over in Ephesians 1, 3, the Bible says, Paul writes, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. In him we have redemption. We've been redeemed through his blood, the forgiveness of sins. Hallelujah. According to the riches of his grace, which he made to abound towards us in all wisdom and prudence. He has empowered us to be light bearers, my friends, he has blessed us with gifts and blessings to show his glory here on the earth. Boldness. Now you remember, we're to be like Jesus. You know, we're to be like Jesus. You know, over in Acts 4, uh, uh, 14, or 4 13 and 14, you remember when Peter and John had raised a lame man? And then they were in, taken outside and they were uh, 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 incarcerated, kind of, and, 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 and uh, what was the word? They were... Uh, inquired of what how did you do this and why did you do this and they were speaking the name of Jesus and then in verse uh, thirteen and fourteen it says, When they saw the boldness of Peter and John they 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 knew that he had been with jesus that's paraphrasing a little bit, but they had been with Jesus. you know listen when we have boldness like Peter and John they 'll know we've been with Jesus when we have salt and we are the salt and the light they 'll know we've been with Jesus There said needs to be something about us it tells people hey i don't know all about it but they they they're different there's something about them but i also i went on to say uh if you don't use what you got it will rot we've been commissioned marks read mark 16 and when you read mark 16 say that's for me go to into all the world preach the gospel amen Preach the gospel. Well, you can preach to your neighbors. You can preach to your family. You can preach to your friends. You don't have to have a pulpit. We are a pulpit. We are an epistle. We are a letter to those around us. Amen. Amen. So tonight I want to talk to a little bit more and go on with that. If you're going to live life to the full, and tonight is if you don't let a setback make you sit back, arrange for a comeback. How many of you know? Many of us have been through setbacks. Amen in a lot of things, in every in, in every parts of our life. And Satan can hinder us. How many of you know Satan can hinder us? He's causing us not to be what God wants us to be. How many of you know in John ten ten? you know this scripture. The thief comes only to kill, steal, and destroy. He's still doing that today. He's never changed his MO, his mode of operation. He's still doing that. But Jesus, aren't you glad for Jesus? What did Jesus say? But I have come. But he says, but I have come that you might have life and have it, what? More abundantly. Abundantly. He wants us to have the abundant life. Well, that, does that mean I have all the money I need and I'll go and retire and go do what I want to do, play shuffleboard in Florida and, and just get up when I want to get up? And do? No, he's, a, he's caused us to live the abundant life so we could be that blessing to others, so we could help uh, build the kingdom, see the kingdom expand. Amen. And abundantly, what's it mean? Superabundance, excessive, overflowing over and above more than enough. It goes on like that when he says abundance. Amen. That's what God desires of his children. Be prosperous and and have abundant life. Why? So we can build the kingdom, help get the gospel out. So, you know, we can't do that. If all you're believing for the old saying is I'm believing for us for no more. Well, that's, that's a selfish thing. I don't need anything. Well, what, what you don't need, why, how about asking for more so you can give it away if you don't need it, right? Amen? Because he's gonna meet our needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus, but he wants us to have abundance. Why? So we can give to ministries and we can give to people and we can bless others. Amen? Amen. So they'll know there's a God. But Satan can hinder us. Certainly he hinders us. And, and and a lot of different ways we have pain and we have trauma and we have misfortune missed opportunities how many of you know uh, uh, uh we can have a setback of missed opportunities well i used to uh, want to witness and i prayed for people but they didn't get healed or they didn't get delivered or they didn't get saved or they didn't this or that so you quit doing things what the uh, what the word says how about abuse many people have been abused so they they, they have a setback or they have failures in our life or they've allowed sin to enter their life to where they can't operate in the kingdom the way they should. Over in 1 Thessalonians 2.8, Paul said this, we wanted to come to you, even I, Paul, time and again, but Satan hindered us. There's hindrances all around today. There's hindrances right now with this COVID-19 that we can't gather together the way we like to. It, it really is. There's hindrances out there. Now, I know there's a lot of different opinions on that. I'm trying, not trying to draw into that, into this message today. But I want to say, there's every turn, there's hindrances in our life. But we can overcome. What? By the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. We become strong in the Lord. But Satan wants to hinder our lives. Satan, uh, we must stand against the forces of hell with the power of the word of God. Amen? Amen. In our heart and in our mouth, my people, uh, God says, perish for what? A lack of knowledge. We have that going on in our world today, right in our nation. Many Christians, many Christians don't know the truth, and when you don't know the truth, you can't be set free. But there are hindrances. Now, there are two categories that there are leaders and non, learners and non-learners. When a learn, when somebody is a learner, makes a mistake or fail. They are less likely to repeat it. You learn from your mistakes. Amen? But non-learners are destined to fail again and again and again. We've seen it in, in, in people that have come into the church. Life will be going good. Things are going okay. They're praising God. Everything, and then, then they get broadsided or blindsided. And all of a sudden, what do they do? They're gone down the road because they've set themselves up for failure because they haven't learned that the thief does come. To hinder them. Now, George Eliot once said, "It's never too late to become the person you could have been." Never too late. You know, God's looking for us. That uh, the message on Sunday uh, came forth uh, through some songs and then uh, an invitation from from Emily, talking about how God loves us and you haven't gone so far that He He won't want you back. His passion and compassion is to see you return to the family. Amen. Return home to the family. Well, that's well, That's what I'm talking about tonight. If you had setbacks, if you've had setbacks, and many of us had, in any era of your life, arrange for a comeback. Comeback, prevailing over the hindrances in life. That's how we begin to come back. Well, I want to talk to you how Jesus prevailed. The uh, four things that, four characteristics that help Jesus prevail over every hindrance. You know, Jesus had to prevail over every hindrance. You say, well, he was the son of God. Yeah, but he operated as a man upon the earth. So with the filled with the Holy Spirit, he had to operate and overcome things, didn't he? And he's our example today. Well, what did he have? Number one, he had a perfect heart. He had a perfect heart to do God's will. A perfect heart. You know what? In 2 Chronicles 16, 9, it says this, the eyes of the Lord searches the whole earth in order to strengthen those whose heart are fully committed to him. Perfect towards him. That word perfect, God's looking for you to give you spiritual strength on your comeback, for your comeback. A perfect heart, one that is totally surrendered and given over to the cause of Christ and and have fire in their heart for the cause of the kingdom. Amen? That's what we're to do. He's looking for us, my friends. He's looking for us to have a perfect heart. Well, how do we have a perfect heart? We have to trust Him. When we said we've been old things have passed away, we got to say, I've got a new heart. God's given me a new heart, a new way. Jesus said that in John 5, 19, He's our example. Jesus said, I only do the things I see my Father do and say the things my Father tell me. Amen. We can do that. We can do that. All it means is submitting yourself To the kingdom. Submitting yourself to the leadership of God. Amen? It means uh, uh, submitting yourself to authority. The authority of God's word. If he tells you that who you are in him, in the Bible, and what you can and can't do, then do it. Don't, Don't say, well, I don't like that. I don't rationalize in your mind or have an opinion. I don't necessarily agree with that. Who is who are we to agree with a God that's already set down the guidelines for a blessed life? <laughs> I don't know about you. I've, I've run into that and, and with myself sometimes. And I have to kind of shake myself and wake up. And if God be for me and and be for me, who can be against me? And that includes me. Who why do I want to oppose what God's already laid out to give me that blessed and prosperous life? And I know you don't either. Jesus was always in tune with the Father. We should be too. Paul said in 1 Corinthians 11, Paul said, imitate me, imitate, be like me, just as I also imitate Christ. Be Be a doer of the word. And that doer, I think in the Greek means poet. And I remember there was a man here preached on that one time, being a doer of the word. You've heard others saying, Keith Moore talks about, I'm a doer, I'm a doer. Well, he, this man had brought it out years ago. He talked about that poet. Be a poetic performer. Say what God says. Act like you, it's coming out of you for the first time. If you ever watched anybody that, that I probably mentioned this before, I always think of Hal Holbrook, I probably had said this in, already in a message, but How Holbrook did Mark Twain, and he, he, he dressed up as Mark Twain, and he, he spoke as Mark Twain, and you would have thought he was Mark Twain. He was a poetic performer. That's what actors do all the time. Unfortunately, our lives always don't portray, don't lead the same life that uh, the act that they do portrays. But we can portray Jesus. We can say what He says. We can uh, uh, go by what He says. When he says, "I'm, I'm the Lord that healeth thee," and, and I sit and by my stripes you're healed, say that with him." Say, Lord, I thank you that by your stripes I'm healed. But my body's sick. Yeah, I know. But he said he's already healed you by his stripes. Amen. How many of you know that when he died on a cross and gave his life and rose again, and he says in his word, if, if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that God has raised Jesus from the dead, you shall be saved. I, you know That's what we do. We agree with him. So when the devil says, well, you're not saved, you sinned yesterday. No, I'm a new creature. Old things have passed away. If I have done something, if I have had a setback, I can say, Lord, forgive me. According to 1 John 1, help me get back and and arrange for my comeback. We we can come back in this day and this hour. God's looking for people that are excited about what he has done and what he will continue to do rather than saying, Oh, I guess we're all going down the tubes. No, we're not going down the tubes. They can, Listen, my friends, I don't know who you are where you're at. They, we can only This body's only going to die once. And then the, the truth of the matter, we graduate to something that's far greater than we can't even imagine. So we shouldn't worry about that and allow fear to interject everything we do. Don't let fear keep you from going out and doing what God wants you to do. Amen? Secondly, what did Jesus have? He had a perfect love for God's people. Jesus only loved the way the Father loved. In John three sixteen, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Now listen to what 1 John four seventeen says. Love has been perfected among us in this, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment. Because as he is, as he is, as who is, as God is, as Jesus is, so are we in the world. We're to be like him in this world. Amen? The more we stir ourselves, the more we know about him, the more we know about his goodness, the easier it is to give away. You can't give away something you don't have. But when you begin to know, when I think about his goodness and what he's done for me, how can I not help but praise him and glorify his name? Hallelujah. We make him louder, as the psalmist said, louder and larger than the problem came against me. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. perfect love there is no fear in love but perfect love casts out fear because fear involves what torment many people are tormented today right now on this COVID 19. please have you walked into a place where somebody's got a mask on and you're trying to walk by them and they scoot out of the way they run almost out of the way come on don't let fear intimidate you i'm not saying we shouldn't be uh, concerned or uh, courteous of other people but don't let, don't let this thing intimidate you. But he who fears has, no, has not been made perfect in love. We love him for he first loved us. That's how we can love. Jesus loved us. This I know, other than the Bible tells me so, by what he did. His actions proved how much he loved us. Jesus, has a per, Jesus had a perfect heart to do God's will. Perfect love for God's people. He had compassion. Everywhere he went when he saw people hurting, he was moved with compassion. He had a perfect love. Perfect love will always make you a person of action. Perfect love and boldness to operate and fearlessly against hell. Now, here's what I wrote. Move with with perfect love. The setback will never make you sit back, but you always range for a comeback when you have perfect love. Amen? Amen. Running short on time, we'll see how far I get with this. Uh, he had a perfect hate for the devil. How I many you know <laughs> how God anointed Jesus with the Holy Ghost and power, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed for the, with the devil, for God was with him? Acts 10 38. How <laughs> I about mean, the psalmist said he had to have a, in 139, verse 21 through 24 hate the works of hell, hate the works of the devil. What you don't hate. Listen, my friends, what you don't hate, you will tolerate. You will tolerate. If you don't hate sin, guess what? You'll sin. If you don't hate it, listen, you gotta have a perfect hate towards it. If you don't hate gossip, now there's something the church needs to learn about, all the church, amen? You'll begin to gossip. How easy it is to fall into gossip with people. That you gotta be careful and guard your mouth, right? I have to do that more times than I'd like to say. If you don't uh, hate worry, you know we're not uh, supposed to worry. Be anxious for nothing, Paul said. You'll end up worrying. Here's what Proverbs 16, 16 through 19 says. How am I doing on time there, producer? I got five minutes, so I better rock and roll here, my friends. In fact, tune in next week after the election. I might have more to say about this, but I might have more to say about a lot of things. But read Proverbs 6, 16 through 19. That'll give you an idea. But what you don't hate, uh, you will tolerate. You must love what God's love and hate what God hates. If you, I'm going to kind of end this. I want to pray real quick here. If you had a setback or missed the mark in any way, that's what sin is, missing the mark. Arrange for a comeback. It's not too late for you. If you're out there happen to catch this message tonight and you're backslidden and going a different way or you haven't done everything that God wants you to do, say, repent. Repent. Turn around. Ask God to help you. Listen, we need up-to-date repentance. Repentance wasn't just a one-time thing. It's, it's when we miss the mark, we ask God to forgive us. Psalm 139, 23 to 24, be like David. What's it say? Search my heart, O, o God, and know my heart, try me and know my anxieties and see if there is any wicked way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. No time to set back, my friends. Time for a comeback for all of us. Wherever you're stationed in life, wherever you're at in life, come back to the things of God. Get your your heart out there again. Get to praying, get to believe in God, get to get energize. It'll energize you when you begin to talk about what he's got for you. Look at his goodness and what he's what he's done for you, how he saved you. Not just to be for yourself, but saved you that you could be a a, a voice in the darkness. You could be salt and light. Amen? Amen. Let's just pray quickly before you get out of, out, out of here. Father, I thank you that in in the times that we we didn't know you, you found us and saved us with an ever-encompassing love that we it's hard to fathom sometimes. May we love people, may we love Jesus, may we do the works that he's called us to do. And if there's people out here tonight that have allowed uh, the enemy to hinder them in any way, maybe it's offense, maybe it's all sorts of different things, Uh, help them to ask for forgiveness, help them to make arrangements for a comeback, help them to know who they are in Christ and stand strong in this day and this hour because you're looking for those that will will stand strong and glorify your name. That's what you're looking for. And and Lord, we thank you for such a time as this, you've called us. We're not here just to go through this life and and, uh, jump off to the new life for ourselves. We're here for such a time as this to give you glory and honor your name. And we just pray that tonight in Jesus' name, Amen. Well, it's been good. It'll be good to see you, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Be praying for this this week and into this following week. But we also pray after that even more, regardless of who wins the election. God's still on the throne, still doing great things. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. We hope that this message encouraged and equipped you in your walk with Christ.